0: All right, there goes anchor. <coughs> We're all set. Before I go on and give the the grand opening, um, yeah, let's also go on and get this other one set. <coughs> I know, I know, right? I know. Alright here we are So let's get to the main event So here we are Um This is the night's Order Good morning Good afternoon and good evening folks Right now I'm also live streaming to um uh, Facebook and YouTube Shoot. my screen should be popping up right? All right. Let's let's worry about that later. Anyway, we we can always fix that later. All right, we can fix it on the fly before y'all even would be brought up. So here we are. <clears throat> I've been practicing, studying, and researching esoteric knowledge, occult knowledge for over. 10 years of my life. And I'm eclectic, you would say. I'm progressive, free minded. It isn't like somebody took, took me in. under their wing and gave me a, a doctrine or a practice. And even some things that you would think I would know about came later on in life. And it helped out because with the years of introspective learning, by the time I got to those basic other things that you would read in a teen gossip magazine for this month that would be your zodiac sign, it 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 makes more sense, and and um, I'm able to have a bit more of an opinion on such things. Okay, so what do I have planned for y'all today? Is I gotta fix this. I swear. I'm just about to go barking. If this thing does not fix itself, if not, I will fix it. So we're going to be giving you the astrological forecast. Oh yeah. Mhm. Yeah, that's me. I know that's me, right? Ooh, boo 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 boo. <coughs> I'm trying to um get my cell phone. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening, folks. This is Anna radio and this is a very special but slightly sad but really good episode, a CNC episode. This might be one of the last CNC audio episodes y'all ever hear because from now on we're going to be on video. So you get to hear and see us. And there we go. Okay. Y'all dread. You want to give him an update for CNC? What you got coming for him? front farewell, man. I know y'all going to miss this crazy boy. Somebody. Hey, what 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 can the folks be looking forward to down there for you? For the radio show. More link, up, more link ups, more episodes. We even got a, a third editor. We got, uh, little Jay gonna be editing for us, boy. Yeah, he was telling me that this morning. Jay, Jay gonna soon be a, 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 a part of the team, a, a team member. Some team... Yeah, uh, some good team as good as he are getting team. here and me. There we go. So... As y'all, been, as y'all been tuning in to us, y'all been noticing we've been doing things different and we've been upgrading ourselves, we got ourselves some new equipment, we also got new locations, so can y'all drag or have the south, I got up north, and we build from here. I know y'all been liking that n and Girl episode, it's about to hit us a hundred plays. By, definitely by today, the number has just been going up for us. Um, shoot, you was even asking me about ending a weekly episode. We could look forward to that. Well, what we're going to give y'all today is a new concept on King Young Dreads, and it's called Smoothie. You want to tell them about that real quick? Yeah, it's like another concept. How we have like. What what we used to call it y'all used to do bow and bow episodes going over movies and stuff. But yeah, this time we'll just watch it and try to commentate it together. Movie we never seen, not movie we seen before. You know, it used to be movie we seen before and give a commentary. Yeah. Gotta find movie that we never seen and watch it together and get our um current reaction instead of a post reaction. There you go, we we doing it live. That's the spin, it sounds like. This is not pre-recorded. This is as you're enjoying it, we enjoying it too at the same time. Yep. Smoothie. Y'all can look forward to some NM tunes coming up. Um How about some NM Go coming up? It's been a while since we talked about the latest car models. We got all, we we, we we slowly but surely bring it back, all the concerts we used to do. Also, it would be lovely if we could get back into some nnn Live and NM Jams for y'all, seeing that we're sh- going to be a strictly video network instead of just audio for y'all. Oh yeah, we here. We ain't leaving. It is 420. And while we still got y'all on our last audio CNC episode, it is 420, and we sparking up. And this year, on 9-11, will be our 8th anniversary for the radio show. Thank y'all for tuning in, especially our Spotify listeners. That platform for our radio show is right now the oldest in standing. It doesn't go all the way back to our origin, but... This surely is a great time capsule for us to look back at all the episodes we we used to do. So big shouts out to all of our Spotify fans out there. Also, I recently peeped out that none other is our anchor account going to Spotify, but we also got an Apple podcast account. So if y'all up on Apple, y'all can find us on Apple and y'all can find us on Google uh, Podcasts also. Make sure to subscribe to us. Yep, we here, buddies. Yep, we up on Facebook. We up on YouTube, of course. If y'all peepin' this on YouTube, we up on Twitter. We shoot the, 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 the names just keep going on and on. Any y'all? So this is a big episode for y'all guys. Y'all listening to this in the future? Y'all should go on and know all the platforms we on. Official CSC episode with K you Dre. K Y'all dread you wanted to give them any last words before we log out? I love y'all. Thank you for continuing to listen to us. But now we're going over to visuals. Yes, Just stick with us. Hey, we're on to the next level. This is PLS Zaddy. This is KYD. This is Edna Radio. And we are... Oh. oh yeah, signing out. Last CNC, and We love y'all. Alright, Anchor. There we go. So here we are. Ooh, let me get a better view of my own darn self. Oh, bam. Um, like I wanted to do. Let's. Oh, um, let's uh, rewind the clock. Let's take it back. Let's take it back to a time before this time, so that we could do the view of like the freaking month, man, like. The heck, man. I know, guys, right? I, I kill you every time. Uh, I kill you. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Say. see. see? See what you did. See what you did, man. See, that's also, like, the reason why I really wanted to make the app work. Because I I know how to, like, you know, function with that app. And giving y'all, like, those astrological forecasts. we're going to have to make do with what we got it's going to get some more juice it's not juice all right something a little extra Alright. So let's go in and uh give y'all what I intend to give you not entirely so so here we are. Oh man shoot man it was like I was sitting here this this whole room was even like this before and I'm over here um playing civilization and podcasting <clears throat> The gameplay, and I just like had this like idea and this like urge and a surge of energy to do something else, and I was just like, "Yo, I just like, Oof. like, 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 yeah, man, like, like as if I've been waiting for for a said energy or idea or reason to go and get up real quick." So especially so since also like last year, but not, I don't think all of last year, but definitely for this year, I've been, like whenever I get a unique idea, some energy, some vibe, i go in and take a look at the chart and see like, all right, what could possibly be explaining this? <coughs> and lo and behold. It, the sun was zero degrees in Aries, <laughs> and I was just like, "Yo, it's just crazy how that sun put you right, boom, in place." Zero degrees Aries, and uh, I took that as like a task, and you know? my whole environment changed. <laughs> like I tell you, I like you'd not, man, even. Furniture. I mean, coming out of here, type vibe. So I began to build, began to put them plans together, those ideas, and here we are now, right? <clears throat> here we are now. If I had to take this right, it's looking like what? 18 degrees Aries. The sun is 18 degrees. And even that, for some reason, it's like making me think, like, like let me refresh the page just in case. Because, you know, time is really tick, tick, tick. Right. I, I have to take a look and see. What exactly eighteen degrees means, real quick. The ice is touching my nose, so I'm over here like just wiping some of that extra moisture off. Ah, so the sun of Aries. These, these are like the people that 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 are, you you can hear them before you can see them. They're ready to go before you tell them a plan or maybe even a goal. <clears throat> but but it's like really on a good side. These, these are the abrasive even like speakers. Abrasive personality. it's like let it be known. Like I remember the first time I ever thought about the idea of Aries and the Sun. I just I thought about the symbol of Aries and a compass around that symbol was the sun. And the sun was growing and blistering in heat and brightness. And that idea just naturally just culminated in my brain because when I was comparing like Sagittarius or Libra, it seemed like the sun was just normal, but it all made sense as soon as I started learning about like exhortations and debilitation and all that extra stuff, right? So here 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 is the sun. And it's just like also like a nuance because it's like alright, if the sun is exalted in Aries, why not <clears throat> technically in Leo and it's like well, it's because Sun is like getting that power to that mold in the summer where like those those molded people is just born like those summer babies. Them people are superior compared to the winter babies. It's like come on, like like don't 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 you got cancer people. Like like you you're about like Mike Tyson. This is like the summer, like like the summer just breeds whole different people. There's a whole different breed, you dig so that's that's like the unique thing that I noticed about the summer and the Aries and the Fire was was so different with this season and, and the mode and, and whatnot. So you you got Aries and the Sun, right? The Sun is your ego. Your Sun is your heart. Boom! 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 If you was a soldier or a warrior out on the field, yeah, you could fight the people. You know, you could fight the army. But to really attack the soldier that you're fighting is to attack the heart, that the place that really matters. You know, the, the heart of the soldier. So to interpret what, what is really the sun sign. <clears throat> because... The sun sign that drives a lot of people crazy in astrology is this isn't so much like your zodiac sign, which you would see in the teen tabloid magazines and whatever at Costco when you pick up the zodiac almanac. I mean, it's not like that. I mean, a little bit could be like that. Obviously, when they're just talking about, all right. This is the description of the Gemini, you know. It's it's, it's a little more than that once when you think about it and all that stuff, alright? So, <clears throat> we're talking about the ego, the heart. Now that you know what really matters, that's what the sun is because the brain could, the brain could dock You could be brain dead, but that heart, they had to keep that heart keep going, whether it's going on its own or they brought in a machine to keep that heart going. The brain could go all at once, but that was when that heart stopped. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. Yeah. Like actually dead. Right. And, And that's really like the power and the significance of the sun sign and why it's just when you're thinking of all right the sun sign my zodiac sign and this is like no this it's not like that so a, <clears throat> a better way to interpret this is in pertaining to your ego it's pertaining to the thing that makes your heart beat as like a aries type person how much of a conflict or how how much Harmony would take place for that. See, that's also the other thing that I'm like looking at. We don't even like, like with um, like what what house what house are we in? You know what? It's all good. It's because uh, even though y'all can't see, y'all were going to take out the phone. And all right, here we go. Yeah, 18 degrees in Aries. We're in the seventh house, right? Boom. <laughs> See, it, it reminded me because I almost forgot this, right? So the Aries is the opposite of Libra, right? <clears throat> and being the opposite doesn't mean like, all right, you're the bad and you're the good because Libra could teach things to Aries that Aries could teach you know, may not see, because this is astrologically like your blind spot, the furthest spot from what you're used to, what you're capable of, who you're partnering with, you know, shoulder to shoulder, etc. So, with the sun being here in the seventh house, it also speaks more volume because... Later on, once' when you get get it together, and interpretation is not so much of the sign, because like I told you, you you' don't get caught up in years oh yeah, right. It's really like also like the interpretation the house. So the seventh house is Libra, all right? This is what the whole commotion is about. This is um Martian. Sun energy, Aries energy, in the house of relationship, in the house of partnership, in the house of someone else other than you. And this is dissonance that's going on right now. For somebody like me. I am very focused because, uh, well, matter of fact, let me just go on and tell you, because if you're like somebody like me, because this is the whole messed up thing about when somebody gets on the mic and be like, all right, and you're going to feel this because of that. We, you know, people are born underneath different type vibes. You know what I mean? So sun, moon, Mars, Venus, placements, degrees. Even, even, like, grade if it's in retrograde or not. So if you're somebody like me, when you got your Mars in retrograde, you're actually moving forward. You're actually going zoom, zoom, zoom. That's why, I like, it was, like, as soon as sun reached zero degrees in Aries, my environment and me myself literally ch- changed. It was, like, zoom. So for a lot of other people that I know of, like this Aries person, they're going through chaos right now. It's like right now they're out of place and have to depend on other people. And the people, whether you know how you went about that, you would be taken care of. Or not. And that's what the type of vibe, I guess, a lot of people is learning. Even myself. Like, like uh, you know, when I did my own, like, tarot card reading yesterday, it was like, all right. Basically, like, teaching you right now, as <clears throat> far as the sun and the ego, is um, your friends and what you're going through right now is, is showing how you should proceed in the future. And, I mean, if you're not going to take this example... Because Aries is the action, the example. Like, all right, what example am I going to go off so I can do my task? That is like Aries, you know. Aries is passion and and um, purpose. Passion and purpose, Aries. When I mean, you think of Aries, when you think of Mars. So, here's a little experiment that you could do. So, who would be more in place? A Libra Sun. A Libra Sun, because with the Sun being in the 7th house, who, what sign <coughs> is more at home in that house? In the 7th is the Libra Sun. So, voila, you're looking at me, and I'm telling you, how to operate in this environment because this type of environment is just my natural habitat the dissonance of of your passion your purpose being at hands of somebody else it's like the literal dichotomy of of libra that's how libra thinks libra thinks like all right is this gonna like make me happy no it's then of course because you know of course i'm giving y'all the Full explanation, but here, let me just give you the bullet down is this gonna make my friends happy are they gonna be proud of me are they gonna be happy of me? are they gonna like is everybody else cool like am I in the right place is am I looking fine and am I saying anything offensive i want to, things to flow and not I me mean, i want I don't wanna be alone on this and blah, 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 blah. right <laughs> That's what Libra is. (laughs) Basically. Libra is like. Like always like worried about like. Someone else. Because Libra is the compatible cube. Libra. Is. But what do you think Sagittarius. The Sagittarius would tell Libra. What does they think. And Libra will conduct themselves accordingly. Capricorn. Well Capricorn. It's unique, Capricorn. Would like, will home in on that Libra tree. and Libra over time will develop with Capricorn in this relationship to to be more unique. That's why I know it's different. But you know, what I mean, with the Aries. Here's somebody with the fire, with the direction, and here's somebody that could tell Aries, okay, if you choose the left path, this is what's happening, and then if you choose right path, that's why that whole power couple of that Aries and Libra, but it's short lived because like Aries and Libra, okay, Ariana Grande and Big Strong, everybody thought that was they they would be good together, but after a while, Aries. <clears throat> Big Sean is going to be like, Yo, I'm tired of you tap dancing. I got a direction. I got a purpose. And Aries doesn't always have all the answers. So when they're turning to somebody and they need the answers, Libra is always, I don't know. That's what Libra is always in. Like, typical, but also like perfect Libra. You know, it's, I don't know. Wrong. <laughs> Even when you, know, you ask them about things... You swear they should know, or they associate themselves with, but they'd be like, I, some, I don't know, you know, type vibe. Uh, 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 let's look at the moon because that's what's on the screen. Oh, we're, we're three degrees in the moon and cancer. We're at home right now. We're at home right now and Black Moon Lilith is 29 degrees still in Gemini. So wow. We're on a tip. Another one. Another critical point. This is an actual critical point because the next point over be zero degrees in Cancer for Black Moon Lilith. <clears throat> and talking about you going through hell with your partners your friends or your family you're about to go through it once when that black moon Lilith hits zero degrees in cancer because this is the home that we're talking about this is the emotional maturity that we're talking about this is security that we're talking about this is strength that we're talking about you know and what house are we in? Oh, we're um around um mid heaven, so and we're in the tenth. So <coughs> both both um Moon and Black Moon Lilith is in the tenth, right? Alright. So like I got broke down the sun for y'all regarding the ego and the heart. So, if the sun is heart, what do you think the moon is? The mind. And a lot of people like to say, oh, the moon is the emotions. Nope. I mean, your emotions, yeah. I mean, you know, your brain does something with the emotions. It's not all of the brain, right? It's like the size of the brain is like memory and emotions, right? So, once we get the interpretation that the moon is the mind. Then you begin to understand, alright, this is how your mind works. This is your inner you, your your thoughts. <clears throat> Real quick. How you would process emotions. More so than, you know, what's your zodiac sign which what's your sun sign? I mean, a lot of people even as deep in the zodiac world would be like, so... Yeah, your moon sign is just Zodiac. Yeah, I mean, partly I can agree with you on that. (laughs) Obviously, we're going down the whole list and we could tell y'all like all types of stuff, right? About each of the planets and even like how they get to know somebody. This is like also the reason why people don't like Zodiac is because they don't want somebody to look at stuff like this and then somebody to actually like know them or predict them. You know, it could be a bit, you know, freaky and really like ironic. It felt like Black Moon. Lilith been in Gemini for a long time, boy. Having the moon. <clears throat> And I mean, having Lilith and Gemini really just adds up to the Gemini madness that everybody goes through. You know, it's just that season, that time, you know. Gemini madness. Gemini mania. Well, really, it's like Aquarius with their mania but it's, like, Gemini with their madness. We I mean, we know some people that has been going crazy, even, like, with world politics. And ever since, like, you know, Venus and Mars been going to war with each other. Yeah, things, things have been, like, yo, now Mars is, is like, yo, I got the sun on my side this time, right? Because, uh... Venus, who previously was teaming up while she was around Saturn, you know what I mean? I got, I got some help from Saturn. And uh, <clears throat> the difference between the moon and Venus is everybody could be friends with the moon. Venus wants to be friends with everybody. Obviously, the best of friendships, you know, with the moon, with every other planet is not always the best but there is some I guess silver lining to it. And the compatibility of Venus as far as like every planet it wants to be friends with is even worse so, you know, regarding compatibility I just said, right? For Venus. You will find more compatibility with with the moon in uh in signs. Even even a sign that would be debilitated or would technically be debilitated isn't debilitated with with the moon, and it just means it takes mastery. You know, it takes a lot of time and understanding to interpret <clears throat> um, some of the themes and concepts. You know I mean, I've come your way whether you you look into it or not. You know. So the moon and cancer You're at home Right now You know the moon is at home The moon is like ah. It isn't like Rising in power and glory like, like in Taurus Cause man When I be looking at the night sky When the moon Is in Taurus And when the moon is in Pisces It scares the heck out of me my the moon gives off this weird aura, it gives off this like overbearing. I'm looking down at you type vibes. Whether it's in Taurus, whether it's in Pisces, I I I, I lie to you not. When the moon is in Gemini, it, it's all like oh, you're sitting there pretty, you know, Oh so, so pretty. When the moon is like a in Leo, you know, beautiful, spectacular, right? <laughs> but when that moon gets in it, Pisces it's out of bounds It's like whoa you're what's going on with you right now and when it's in Taurus it's it just feels like uh, like a bit over there I mean so you know the moon the moon is is re- feeling good it's at home right here in in Taurus, so we're right here in. All right, I'm just double checking, so not right. uh, the tenth house. What does this mean, as What what your mind is going through is mid heaven, typically. You know as far as my witness Would be like Ninth house or tenth house And those two are like the houses Of the yes and no The do or the don't do Of course you know, It could be some eighth house Or maybe like some eleventh house right? the mid heaven. But you know <clears throat> How I would interpret The difference between the ninth and the tenth is The ninth is what you learn This is like more of an inward thing. Of course, it can be expressed through your examples of of action. And the tenth is like, what 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 path or what set actions is is what what are those actions building towards, and what? I mean, other people could say. I mean, other people could say, as far as witnessing your your growth and knowledge, you know, have two cents but uh i would say more so a little more than two cents with this 10th house because this is the capricorn house the 9th house is the sagittarius house right so with this uh you know the moon right here in the 10th house would feel a little uncomfortable because that overall cancer energy with sagittarius i mean with the Saturn, Capricorn, energy doesn't really jive well. Because, you know, the highest, you know, um, level of security is is of the mind. And it goes back to the moon. And that's the whole mastery. It's, It's not so much of physical and the guns and the gate. The highest level of security is of the mind. And Saturn has like a different type of security, and it's not security. It's it's boundaries, it's limits. You know, when you're operating security in that type of way, it, it's 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 like a low frequency type of thinking. You know, it's not really getting at the problem of why formulate security in the first place. You know. So there, there we go with with the Aries, right? A little uncomfortable because the sun is, you know, here we are with the moon, right? So there we go with, with like some similar themes with what's going on with that whole general vibe with me. <laughs> I mean, I'm at home, right? <laughs> so the thing about me is like... Not really entirely, so there's like a dissonance with with me being at home. My moon is at home in its proper house, but the sign that it's in makes it uncomfortable. So I know that whole dissonant feeling and it's just my natural environment. So I'm actually like very comfortable in... What I'm building and what I'm going on. And as y'all can see, I'm live streaming. Yeah, I mean, comfortable in my house. You know, it just really like speaks of values and this logical stuff, right? When you come to take about it. When you come to think about it. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of other people, they're not comfortable right now. In what they're working with, what they're going through. You know what I mean? It's a grind. It's like, ideally speaking, yeah, it's good, I'm in, I'm in my environment, but I guess the business and what you're going through type vibe ain't really jiving with that too good and well. <coughs> Added pure curiosity, let's see, when does Black Moon Lilith hit zero degrees in Cancer? bingo that'll be on the 14th of April so next week guys in exactly one week from now that Black Moon Lilith is gonna be uh, I guess coming off the reactions of what you've been doing in an uncomfortable way and now that's been affecting your mind, so get ready for that, y'all. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom. Boom, Mercury. Mercury is not too far behind the sun, as y'all could guess, in the same sign. But when it's in a different house, you got some dissonance because... What's the best way to summarize Mercury? Because Mercury, I told y'all, with the interpretation just between the sun and the moon, it could be swept up in somewhere along the lines of that interpretation. My interpretation of Mercury is your voice. Far beyond your mind, what actually comes out, how you sound, the commerce, the immediate people around you. This is business right here. Mercury is business. All right. 23 degrees. That's a pretty good number. I mean, just in my opinion. Um, Let's take a look. Yeah, that is a critical degrees. 23 is on the edge of the seventh house going into the third house. Yeah, and then on... The 25th degrees you'll be in the eighth house. so the things are being said, how you're going about this business regarding your partners and you know it's along with your ego right now. There is a dissonance. You're a little bit out of pocket because during this time you have to trust other people. I guess just a little bit more so. Even though this is Aries season, right? Even though this is about you and blazing the trail. uh, You have to partner up with somebody right now. okay? And then that Mercury is then going to go into the 8th house. So the 8th house is Scorpio How to loosely translate power where does this power lay? What what are you struggling and fighting about? It's still gonna be uh in Aries, right? Mercury I suppose ooh- Mercury is gonna be in Aries all the way up until April the eleventh. So there's going to be a shift. And um, what you're doing around April the 11th, once when it reached that Tauros, that power, 8th house, Tauros is. Hold on there, buddy. Where you think you're going so fast? You might want to think about this before proceeding. And you're like, yeah, I do still have a mind in going in this direction. And you're you're go- in that. And you, I guess, <sighs> coming to grips with the basic. Like you realizing what's at stake. Like what's the power? Because you notice the power isn't. The heart. The power is something that we all are fighting for. Like some shared interests. Like this eighth house is also shared like right next to the seventh house, right? So it, it puts some volume into what other people will perceive what you view as what you're in the mud and struggling about you know I mean to them it's right next door I guess you know to say and this is going to be in a tauros like what tauros uh, I mean also the thing about tauros is while they're slowing down considering. Knowing darn well. What they're after. It comes with some luxury. Because. Boom. Venus. Right? So. In your struggle. Regarding. Power. In your survivalist like mind. Right? It will transform you. And. Um, there will be some luxury on the way. There would be. There's, there's something to gain. Because. Toro's doesn't waste their time. They don't. Like, present some tasty looking food and don't deliver on what you just sold them on, like, idea-wise. You know, like, visibly-wise. They're going to feel some type of... way. Toro's doesn't waste their time. So when Toro's eighth house, this is... Yo, this time is money... That's Taurus. Taurus is coming from the second house. This is like that that value, you know what I mean? So, this is this is a a unique time that we're in also, because in this time, what is showing with regarding the people that you're trusting is there there could be some things that could come out of this. That in a positive way, there's a nuance in this this whole power. This mental power thing that you're going through. Because that's that moon right there in the tenth house. I mean, you're working towards something. That's that Capricorn, right? The mountaintop. The goat, right? <clears throat> that's That's what it's saying. That's what it's saying. I mean... <laughs> So, uh, Venus, two degrees, in Pisces, ooh, ooh, so here we go, why, why are you feeling all good, because I'm a, I'm a Venus dominant person, right, and Venus gets its power right here in Pisces, I mean, why, I need to still learn on why exactly? But to make the long story short, Pisces people tend to get the loving they need. They do, they do. <laughs> they tend to get it. I mean, it's like the two fish dichotomy thing, right? You got the you got the pain and the experience that that's that somebody went through, and just, and, and it's not their fault. That's the, that's the thing about Pisces. I mean, and this, this is like what sort of like makes you like believe in astrology love. you think like the irony in Pisces people is they go through spiritual journey with, with pain, turmoil, and trauma and on the other side. They're reborn through, through love. So that Venus, right? That Venus is going to sit in the Pisces. Because, you know, if, if, if you can imagine, like, like having, like, all that pain and that trauma, like, happen to you, it could transform you and make it like, you know? So the one thing that could change that is love, Right? And that's that's where you get that power, right? Let's see where Venus is. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Uh, Six house, obviously. The price is right. Ooh, <clears throat> Venus in the sixth house, and then you got this seventh house thing going on. And hmm. see Regarding your friends is like tying to your health. Because like the sixth house is like, you know, Virgo House, but also it's like your your health. It could be like your mental health. It could be your physical health, and you're dependent on your friend because yeah, it, it makes sense. The people that you keep around you is you is, is, is a reflection of you, your mental health. You know what I mean, you are hanging around that crazy friend, and you, you could be like, yeah, they crazy, they crazy, you crazy too. Like, <laughs> that's what it could mean. Like, and, and like what we're going through regarding other people. This is this because that's like the, the dichotomy, right? Is like dichotomy, man. dissonance, 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 right? This dissonance, right? Like with me, like with Venus, yeah, I mean, a lot of pocket, right? But I'm, I'm mature. I'm thirty-one years old, and my Venus arc is is um, is mature. And I'm no longer in the. I need somebody all the time, because that's, you know, the knee-jerk interpretation of all right. What is Venus? Venus is a uh, relationship always with somebody else, right? You know, it's not about Somebody is always about I mean it's not always about you It's about you know What two heads could do The lesson With the help of Saturn Obviously Saturn can help you out Right But if you don't have help with Saturn Right This is what Venus tells you Well You know at first Venus tells you you know, love him, love him, love him, love him, love him, and then it turns into love yourself, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. Because if if you could love yourself that much, of course you could love somebody else that much. Maybe it'll take a little bit more because you know this is outside of you, and that's that's what that's what would keep Venus in the best of health. Is for her to take care of herself. Not for her to be trampled in the mud for the health of somebody else all the time. Yes, there might be a an exception, a rare moment where you must lay yourself upon the mud for somebody else's help. But, you know, Venus can help somebody else when she has helped herself. When she is at the best of, of her strength and her, her own will and what she needs to do and what, what, what she could provide. Because, you know, like, like with the plane and the gas, you know, the air mass, you know, you must put it on yourself first. If you, if you want to, you know, like help somebody else, you must help yourself. Because uh the, the scenario could go you're trying to help somebody else and you fail to help them because you didn't help yourself first. You know. So so that's that's what Venus right now is is trying to teach you I guess right here in the sixth house. At least what I Venus self could teach you because this this time is 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 a cakewalk for me. I have been in I have been on the treadmill and like moving forward that's how these vibes been for me because my placements are what you see you know it, there's there's a lot of dissonance in my placements. So when the dissonance happens I get i I move forward because now i'm I'm unjammed i'm in the my mental realm physically now because this is physical star placement of effects on on us that is. My effect preset of of when I was born. I mean, that's also they give y'all some idea of how you could interpret what the heck even astrology means to yourself is, is, um, it's like presets and effects, right? Uh, yeah, six hours, I told y'all I broke that down. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. So now that we're talking about Venus... Now we're gonna be looking at Mars, and then we'll give you an update on that Venus versus Mars war. So far, you do know that Mars got into it a sign. Boom! I I I got some power right here in my my sign. But right now in the hour sign, so man, this is a bit uh, peculiar right now, right? So Mars, 24 degrees. Okay. It's critical, critical. 24 degrees. In Aquarius. In... Yeah, it's like... 24 degrees, critical point. Going from the 5th to the 6th. So yeah. Mars was at home in the house that it signed. it's sign is exalted. The fifth house. The, you know, Leo's house traditional. So it it was right there, right? So now we're gonna be going into the house of the health or is Mars and Mars and Virgo Is a strong placement. I mean, I wouldn't say traditionally strong. I would say interesting, strong. Like, you know, um, Mars and Tauros is interesting. It's, you know, you want to say a strong is interesting. And there's this, could be scenarios where it's, it's strong, right? So, well, why is Mars with Virgo a strong placement? Because Virgo is internalized insight. Uh, infinity knowledge within, unspoken. This is the wheat bringer, the, the fruits, the bringer of fruits, right? And it meets action. A lot of times. And overall. In Virgo's. um, Zodiac arc. You know story arc. There is a reason why. Virgo's at a distance with. The people. You know it's. Desire relationship. A relationship should be strong. It should be close right. But, um to to keep the distance to keep like the purity and to keep what is been and have been valuable it keeps its value right there so yeah. You know, it it could be hard to balance out the action. In in regards to distributing goods. And, um, you know, under the right circumstance. You know, it could, it could really, like, knock the ball out the park, right? So, that, that could, that could be it, right? But, you know. We're... The Mars, Mars is was coming from a strong house placement. Doing its duty. What what is? You know the fifth house. Presentation. Debut. It could also mean children. It could also mean creativity. It could, uh, you know what what goes good with Leo. Generosity. You know. What what would benefit the king and the kingdom? Compassion. When the king shows compassion, the kingdom flourishes. It is not when the king shows restraint. It is not when the king is fierce. It is not when the king striking and yelling and being strong is what makes the best kingdom for all. Is compassion. What was the arc for beauty and the beast? What set beast free from his curse? It was compassion. So Mars feels the compassion when it's at the house. Boom. Now you're going into the health, And, you know... Like what we said regarding the Virgo and Mars type of placement. It could be a tricky thing. So to add more to interpretation is... Obviously the fifth house is traditionally ruled by Leo. But this season... Who's making the debut? Whose age is it? It is the age of Aquarius. So that debut is being filtered. By that age of Aquarius. Vibe. Mars had to go through that real quick. It was like. "Mm." There is nothing. Going on. In this chart. That has nothing to do with Aquarius. Somewhere along the lines. I just noticed that. Ever since we have entered the age of Aquarius, Aquarius has been a cornerstone, a, a go-to place, a theme, a concept, all throughout every month. Should be like year from year, Aquarius-like theme. And Aquarius is, you know, on the low-frequency individuality, on a high-frequency community. The 11th house. So, you know, you got that... That individuality... Making his debut... Presentation... Generous... In Aquarius-like way... Now your health... Regarding a Pisces-like way... Pisces regarding thy health... And... You know... The hardest interpretation for me... Is... What is the difference between Pisces and Virgo regarding insight? And I'm reaching an equal conclusion. And it got me thinking, well, maybe other signs aren't as polar opposite as I think regarding maybe said concept would be, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, we should, we should test out that theory. That even though they're polar opposites, there's something very much in common with these two signs, even though they're very opposite. But you know, re- regarding Pisces and the insight is remarkable. You know, uh obviously it's out of place being at this house because it should be all the way on the other side of the bloody chart. But you know, I think I think you know I wouldn't be surprised hearing somebody else's interpretation. It's like, you got bad health. You know, maybe you are very much in tune with your health and you know what's going on. Like, Maybe it's like you could go to sleep and have a dream about your health and it's pretty much... N- hammer-on-nail for far as what your health actually is. I don't know, you know. Pisces. It's okay for you to say I don't know regarding Pisces because Pisces is the enigma. We could think that, socially speaking, Libra is the enigma, but it's really Pisces is the actual enigma. You know, we don't know. Because... We could say like, yeah, Gemini madness, but it's Pisces in their mad world, their their madness. You know, you you welcome madness when you integrate yourself with Pisces-like energy. Obviously, it could be bad, you know, when using the word madness. It's also what it it really is, is something that you're not familiar with in... It could be disorientating for you regarding uh the you know that whole Pisces world and their it it's the world their their world because it's like also their sign is is um Jupiter, and Jupiter encompasses you know okay, engulf the world many times over, so that's that type of. Like influence and knowledge and knowing and reach and capabilities also with what Pisces. the sky really is the limit regarding Pisces people. It's like I like I stuttering right that that basically is a stutter right? Pisces is also the most professional of all the signs. Could be even more professional than Capricorn and Aries, really. Because they have that capability, that possibility. Alright, so let's take a look at what's going on with this Mars versus Venus. Yep, they're both still conjuncting each other. Very close. You got Venus right there in the sixth house. I know it's upside down, it looks like the knife, right? You got it in the sixth house and in Pisces. So, you, you got something going, on. something going, and you know, Mars is in a little power, like, you know, awkward light type mode regarding the sun and regarding Mars. My goodness, I'm blanking out, right? So. It just feels like, also, oh man, let me close this. Um, What is that, Saturn? So, yeah, Mars is going to be leaving Saturn behind. It's like, yo, I had my time with you, and I, I've always hated you because you've been, like, holding me back. And that's, like, what's been going on regarding Mars people. And this overall energy that we've been experiencing is like shoot. Y'all because of you know, the season and for what it commands of you it really hasn't been that comfortable for you. Because as Saturn has been conjuncting Mars. And that's what's been holding you back. Saturn always teaches a lesson. And the lesson is always about boundaries and your limit. You know, what house was uh, Saturn in with uh, Mars? The fifth house.